three, two, one. You ready? You're listening to the Real Pineapple Podcast Network. everybody thank you so much for listening we are the real pineapple we are back this is hunter here i'm here with scott scott how are you doing scott's back scott how you doing bud i'm so back i'm like tiger wisdoms just the most back right now how are you doing hunter? <laughs> i'm well sir that was that was nice saw tiger with reference brian and I'm here with colin colin how are you sir i'm doing great man ready to talk about some some chill movies with you bros yeah, this, so this is my second favorite podcast we do each year. Uh, I, I do love our worst stuff because it is just it's it's very therapeutic to just bash movies for a solid hour and a half. Uh, but you know, we get to talk about some movies that are really quite fantastic. I mean, as as shitty as a year of a year as it was for some movies, where I was just pissed off with some stuff we had to review, the stuff that we reviewed that I loved brought me such joy so it was actually a very good balance this year and I would actually say dare I say the stuff that I loved more was like balanced out my hate if that makes sense like I like I just I love some of the films that came out this year um Scott I mean what do you think man you think we had a good year for movies I think so yeah it's just the fact of trying to come up with these movies come up with a list here was kind of challenging especially a lot that could have fit in my the the bottom five i always don't know how to word this when we're talking about our list oh like your top five <laughs> the, the bottom five of my top ten uh, <laughs> okay. so i feel like a, a lot of my list could have been kind of scrambled around but i feel like the ones that were really good definitely like you're saying made you forget all the hate that you had inside for some of these other movies that came out this year um and uh yeah there's a lot a lot to work with what do you what do you think uh colin yeah i thought there was a pretty good yin and yang here this year um well said yeah there was a there's a lot of terrible movies if you listen to our our worst of lists um we really hated some movies this year there was a lot of bad ones um but I was surprised. I thought 2017 was a, a pretty pretty good year for for movies. There was a lot of there's a broad spectrum of movies that I liked. There were some funny ones. There's some action, um, some some indie movies, some some serious Academy Award nominations that made my list. So um, I was I was pretty happy with 2017, especially following 2016 because uh, um, I thought that was a little easier to make a list or. Um, harder to really pick um like a, a a favorite just because i just didn't think it was it had the quality of uh, movies as we have this year so so yeah i, I thought it was i thought it was uh you know it was, it was fun making the list perfect guys um so before i'm just gonna go around the horn here real quick with a couple uh, honorable mentions before we all actually jump into each of our lists um so i'm just gonna throw a couple movies out real quick uh logan lucky really loved that movie uh, i actually rewatched it uh about a week ago uh that's the best performance daniel craig has had in a while 
uh, and my nigga C. Tate's uh, was great. What was, was, what great. was um, Daniel Craig's character's name? Like Joe Bang uh, or something? Joe, Joe Bang. Bang. Yeah. Well done. Yeah, Proud of you. Good. Well done. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. F- fucking love Logan Lucky. Um, uh, Wind River. Uh, really wanted to find a spot for it. Just couldn't. Um, uh, Jeremy. Uh, Renner. Jeremy, Ren- Jeremy Renner, man. Me, me and Scott reviewed um, that movie he did, uh, Kill the Messenger. Uh, a couple years ago, and Jeremy Renner, man, he's a hell of an actor. He's got I quite really a list. He's he awesome. really does, and I don't think he gets the props he deserves. And Elizabeth Olsen was actually really good. Was, was really yeah, good that was a too. surprise, wasn't it? Yeah, um, really enjoyed that movie. Uh, Marshall, uh, starring uh, T'Challa, it, it, it's it's <laughs> Chadwick Boseman. Uh, absolutely love Marshall. Just couldn't find a spot for it. And the last one I'll throw out that I think will shock some people if you've listened to us. Uh, John Wick Chapter 2. Couldn't find a spot for it on the list. Mm. And it it genuinely breaks my heart that I couldn't (laughs) find a spot for it on the list. I was like, uh, because my number 10 movie is where John Wick Chapter 2 originally was. And I just, I like this other movie more. So, John Wick Chapter, if I had a top 11, it would be number 11. I fucking love John Wick Chapter 2 so fucking much. Uh, And I can't wait for Chapter 3. Uh, which comes out, uh, I believe next year is when it comes out. So, can't wait for it, but couldn't find a spot for it. Uh, Colin, yeah, do you have any uh, honorable mentions? Yeah, I had Logan Lucky as well um, on nice. my honorable mentions. Uh, couldn't find a place for it, but like you said, I thought that was um, that was that was Soderbergh, right? He, um, mm-hmm. yeah, I like. I just he, his movies are fun, so I had a lot of fun with that. It was an entertaining movie. I watched it again um, after it came out to. Uh, to buy it's on amazon prime now too so you can go check that one out um yeah I, I like that one a lot uh i also had american made with tom cruise um oh good choice yeah i really I, you know I, I don't think it was ever gonna make my top 10 but um it definitely was in that realm i really had fun with that one in the theater uh it's a biopic of uh, a dude that ended up flying uh weapons for the cia and then ends up trafficking uh cocaine back to the u.s when he's uh done delivering weapons it was a bizarre story it was all true too um it's pretty cool i like that one a lot um definitely a much better movie than uh tom cruise's other movie he had out the mummy which i think made a lot of our bad lists so good for him part of your honorable mentions What's that? Is that part of your honorable, honorable <laughs> no, mention? That was definitely on my worst of list. <laughs> okay. Oh. oh, okay. Sorry, I get, get confused. Yeah. Uh, and then the other one, uh, I was I had a tough time finding if this was actually 2017. I guess it premiered in December of 2016, um, in like just when it really like premiered in a, a theater, but then it had a wide release in January. Okay. Um, so I thought I'd give it a, a honorable mention. Uh, was the founder with. Michael Keaton about yeah, this. Yeah, good one. Yeah, the story of um, the dude that started uh, McDonald's Corporation pretty much like stole the idea from the McDonald's brothers that uh, one of them was played by Ron Swanson, uh, who was great. Um, that was, it was a really interesting story, too. Another biopic, a um, little Americana there that um, I thought was really entertaining. Um, what do you got, Scott? Some honorable mentions? Yeah, there's a couple on here. Um, I, a lot of these, I, I, like I said before, I could probably be switching out for my five through ten or so. Um, uh, one, one kind of, um, indie, indie movie, Ingrid Goes West, I really enjoyed. 
Um, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, Audrey Plaza. Also Elizabeth Olsen in that one. Yeah. And super, it's, it's like kind of a interesting kind of creative idea that they use a kind of look at current social media and society and stuff like that. Um, super interesting um, and kind of a fun one. Real creepy as well. They like the creep factor that they throw in there. It's re- mean comics <laughs> all together. It is a very uncomfortable movie. And like Audrey Plaza really plays that very well. Right? And she like that movie opens up with her like macing some girl at her wedding. <laughs> like it's a, it was a and, wild and, opening to a movie. And calling her a cunt. You like yeah. thanks for inviting me to your wedding. You fucking cunt. Like, like Jesus wow. Christ. Buckle in for this one. Let's go. Yeah, they really set the tone like right right away. Um, so that was a great, good one. Definitely could have been on my top ten, I think. Um, uh, another, let's see, action movie, Planet of the Apes. Uh, I really enjoyed War, War for the Planet of the Apes. Nice. Um, Ooh, okay. That was a really good one. Um, let's see, comedy here, Lego Batman movie was really good. Yes! Um, that, <laughs> nice. like, definitely surprising. I think those movies always surprise me. I feel like we love that movie. Yeah, they, we both love that. It was so fun and lighthearted, and they weren't afraid to make fun of themselves, which I really enjoy about a comedy. Um, it's just super fun. And honestly, the way that they can create these movies and incorporate Legos into everything is kind of insane when you think about it. And it was um, Michael Sarah as Robin, yeah, too, right? <laughs> yeah. He was great. Yeah, and um, Will, uh, Will, Will, Will Arnett was uh, Batman. Um, let's yeah. see. Uh, another honorable mention, Guardians of the Galaxy 2. Um, nice. I, I was kind of struggling to put that, possibly put that one on. Not as good as the first one, but still really fun. Lots of, a lot of good action. Um, and then one that I had at top in my top ten... Um, kind of debating it was I don't even know if it's considered an indie movie I don't know if you guys saw this one Patty Cakes um, I saw yeah. that yeah it I was, did too I really enjoyed that one um, kind of a sweet movie I think it's set in uh, England or something like that but uh, this yeah. white white girl rapper um, just a lot of kind of a fun one the, the ending was a little bit weird but um, definitely would recommend that one but yeah, those, those are my honorable mentions. All right, gentlemen, good list to start off here. Uh, if you guys don't mind, I'm a, so this is how we're going to do it. We're going to do what we normally do, go around the horn. I'm going to do my 10 through uh, 6, and then everyone will do that, then 5 through 2, and then we'll go back around the horn one more time for our uh, number 1. So I'm going to jump in here for my number 10 movie. Um, I love this movie so much. Uh I think this just speaks to how good this year was, and I couldn't put this higher as much as I want to, and it's the best movie out of the attempts that they've done with this character. My number 10 is Spider-Man Homecoming. Absolutely love the movie. Um, Tom Holland, a- another Brit, after Andrew Garfield getting a shot to play Peter Parker, and he just nails the the awkwardness and the... Uh, the <sighs> The athleticism of a Peter Parker, uh, they got it's a very much a John Hughes movie. It's very much in that realm of Sixteen Candles and uh, Pretty in Pink. It's movies very heavily inspired by that. Um, Martin Starr from uh, Silicon Valley is in the movie as a te- as the debate <laughs> team teacher, and he's fucking hilarious. Yeah, he's great. Uh, um, and Michael Keaton, man, one of the best comic book villains we've had in a while because he has a very reasonable. 
re, uh, motivation for being as pissed off as he is, and um, that's the coolest they've ever they've portrayed Vulture in a while. And there, if you haven't seen it, there's a scene between uh, Michael Keaton and Tom Holland uh, at prom in a car. And Michael Keaton just he just pulls his kid's trump card. I felt like you poor bastard. <laughs> like just thinking about being a fifteen year old having this adult just berate you and, and pretty much say I'll I'll kill everyone you care about. It's like damn okay. Um, absolutely love the movie and Rob Downey Jr. He's in there too and he's great. So <laughs> um, absolutely love Spider Man Homecoming. That's my number ten. Uh, my number nine is a uh, War for a Planet of the Apes. Absolutely love the movie so much uh, Andy Serkis the fact this man has not been nominated for an Oscar is a fucking crime he is so good in these movies as Caesar and I know people say oh well he's not on screen he's doing all the motion capture he's doing the voice shut the fuck up I don't want to hear that argument anymore he's incredible in this movie and this might be the the biggest downer out of the three which is saying something <laughs> because the other two aren't exactly uplifting but um the, the back and forth between uh, Andy Serkis and Woody Harrelson's uh, character is absolutely amazing. It's it's a war movie, but it's more of a psychological war uh, than anything. And I think the movie does a really good job of portraying um, humanity versus fill-in-the-blank. And it really shows the ugly side of humanity as a whole and how we can just be absolutely fucking terrible to each other. Um, incredible action, uh, a very poignant ending, uh, one of the best scores I've heard all year. Uh, I, I, I just, I love that movie so much. Uh, Plan uh, the Planet of the Apes reboot trilo uh, trilogy is in my top five favorite trilogies of all time. Like, each movie gets better or stays, like, as good as its predecessor, and that is just, that's unheard of now um so yeah war for planet apes that is my that is my number nine uh my number eight is a movie that i have to thank colin for colin told me he's like dude you need to watch this like i think you'll really like it you're welcome and i was like yeah no, no, thank you no thank you like i like i actually I don't saw even know it, like, it is a, yet. i saw it like a week after you told me about it. i went fuck colin was right on the money on this uh it's ladybird absolutely love this movie um it's very much an indie uh, slash somewhat hipster nerd, so it would fit perfect in Seattle. But uh, but uh, it's about this. Um, I can never I can never remember how to pronounce the the girl's name. I think it's a. Uh, uh, I don't know. She's from Ireland. <laughs> yeah, she has, wild she has a, Irish name. I don't know. Yeah, it it's a very. It's a very, very, very <laughs> Irish name, but uh, it, and I'm just not even gonna try to say it to be totally honest. <laughs> I think it's um, like Sersha or something, right? Uh, oh, here, uh, Sarah Reese Ronan. There you go. <laughs> uh, okay. Ninety-nine percent of Rotten Tomatoes as we speak. Um, God, there had to be some asshole to get under hundred, but uh, <laughs> always but, there's always one. Seriously, there's always one. Like, oh, this this portrays women <laughs> well. Oh, but uh, <laughs> this. This girl is just, she's in high school, and she's just over people being dumb. She thinks she knows better than everyone, which, you know, most people in high school think they do <laughs> anyway. But uh, it's real a really complex movie. It's about this girl really kind of embracing what is good and bad about her, home her, uh, her hometown and really going on her own journey. 
to discover what makes her unique and what makes her special. Um, I'm I'm butchering the line. I'm paraphrasing it, but she drops a line in the movie. She says, uh, "Like Sacramento, it's like the south of the West Coast or something like something to that effect." And I was midst of my drink. I was laughing so fucking hard at that line. I'm like, "That's a great fucking line, Bravo!" Like, because she's just she's so over. It. And I was like, "Man, this was totally me when I was living in." Uh, in Pismo, just the last year I was there, it's like, I don't fucking care about anybody here, I just want to leave, so, I totally related to it, and she, um, any other year, I think she could have won Best Picture, or, or, or won Best Actress, because I just, I, I genuinely fell in love with her as an actress watching her in this, and, um, yeah, absolutely love the movie. So that's my that's my number eight. Uh, number seven is a movie we have not reviewed. We will review in the next month because we didn't review it when it came out, and I was actually upset that we didn't get a chance to. Uh, it's Logan, uh, one of the best comic book movies that's ever been made. Uh, finally, finally, fucking finally, we get the Wolverine that I've been saying, hey, they should make a radar Wolverine movie. Mm-hmm. Why would you do that? Because his power is to stab people through the fucking chest. <laughs> so we should probably have. It's a very fair point. It's a, we should probably have a rated R Logan. And dude, they went. They they were just like, oh, you want a radar Logan Wolverine movie? Cool, we got you. And just it, it's 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 a western, which is awesome to see. Um, and Hugh Jackman, man, he puts everything he's got into this performance and i think the last 30 minutes are one of the best uh third acts in the history of comic book films when he just goes into full berserker mode it is like holy fuck yes it is just <laughs> it is awesome um and then the girl who plays i don't i don't have her name up here but the girl who plays uh, uh x23 um their relationship is so well done it's drawn out um so well as far as establishing like you know how they relate to each other and everything and patrick stewart man i I was saying after that movie he should have gotten the best supporting actor nod and i still stay stand by that he he is amazing in that movie sir patrick stewart pardon me uh yeah have some respect (laughs) yeah well well to be fair we we did talk about him on our worst of with him playing (laughs) poop emoji (laughs) yeah it is kind of sad how many like crossovers there are (laughs) yeah right it's like don't cross the streams but uh, but man like logan is so fucking good um it's a shame Hugh jackman won't play the character again but if there's a way to go out that's the way um so that's my number seven and then my my number six movie um three billboards outside of ebbing missouri um francis mcdormand she deserved the best actress win as soon as I saw it performance, I was like, oh, it's a lock. Okay. It was pretty much like when I saw Gary Oldman in Darkest Hour. I went, oh, okay, well, nothing's going to top this performance. She's incredible. And, and again, Woody Harrelson, man, just knocking it out of the park. And Sam Rockwell, who I'm going to go on a quick rant here. Uh, if you've talked to me about movies or anything, you know one of my genuine, something that disgusts me is that Sam Rockwell never got a Best Actor nomination for Moon. It's one of the best sci-fi films ever made, and he got fucked out of an Oscar nomination that year. So to see him actually win Best Supporting Actor, I went, okay, cool. Well-deserved, long overdue, but um, the guy's incredible. So I'm so happy this movie did as well as it did, and it does raise some really um, 
prominent issues about, you know, what, like, cops, as far as how they serve us, it brings up uh, some racial um, some racial components. Uh, Sam Rockwell really likes black people in the, in the movie. Um <laughs> Like, like it's it's a super show movie like if you're if you're like i was you know i i was black i am black last i checked and i <laughs> and sit in the theater i was like ooh, this hits a little close to home not gonna lie but it's so it's done with humor but it's stuff in that underlying humor of hey we're making a point while informing you um the reason it is lower on the list is because the ending did kind of make me go oh like it didn't you know it didn't uh um, it didn't No Country for Old Men me, but I was kind of irritated by the ending of it. So, uh, yeah, so that's my, uh, yeah, it's my number six. Um, Colin, my friend, you are up. What you got? Nice. Yeah. Um, let's see. We'll, ju- we'll jump right into my number 10. So I had, I had, uh, Logan as well. So Hooray. we'll start off with, uh, with Logan here. Um, I thought it was awesome. Uh, you, you got like a very serious story um, told in the X Men universe um, with a uh, incredible performance by Hugh Jackman, um, kind of tying a bow on his his lengthy career playing um, Logan and Wolverine. Uh, it was it was definitely cool to see him, you know, get, getting this type of movie. He's he's had a lot of hits and misses playing Logan over the years. Um, and it was, it was, it was nice to, um, it was nice to see him end on a high note. Uh, but really what put this movie over the top for me, and you talked about it a little bit, was, uh, Daphne Keene, who plays X-23. Yes. I mean, she was incredible. I mean, I, I hope when she signed up for the movie, she got, like, some free therapy sessions afterwards. (laughs) Because... She probably is going to need it, at least maybe later down the line when she's just having dreams about, like, ripping people's heads off with her claws. But, um, I mean, it was awesome to watch. I definitely enjoyed it. <laughs> uh, and then Patrick Stewart, like you said, he, he had a... Sir Patrick Stewart. Um, there you go. <laughs> he, uh, yeah, he, uh, he was having a tough time. He was having a rough go. <laughs> um, Logan was caring for him. He was having these crippling seizures, and um, it was just—it was just like a really intense movie. But it was—it was done really well. You could tell there was a lot of care put into it by uh, yes. the director and and everybody a part of it. So it was awesome. I was just really happy to see um, that chapter of of Wolverine and Logan and and um, uh, Hugh Jackman all, all come to an end like that. It was awesome. Uh, just real quick, um, two quick things. Um, a, they need to give. Um, what was the girl who played X twenty three? What was uh, uh, Daphne Keen? Thank you. Um, depending on what happens with the Marvel Fox merger, uh, they need to give her an X twenty three movie. I was sitting there the whole time. I was like, you need to give her own movie because she can clearly carry it. <clears throat> and then um, the second thing, uh, Johnny Cash is hurt. That's one of the best trailers I've ever seen. Mm -hmm. I was crying at the trailer. I was like, holy shit. Okay. In the last frame of that movie, I lost it. I was like ugly crying. I was like, oh God, okay. Yeah, the the, the X over top of him, right? Lost lost my mind. Yeah. Absolutely lost it. Totally. It was a powerful scene. It was cool. Um, My number nine is... uh, I... 
I'm, I'm gonna have a weird list. I always have a weird list. My that is true. <laughs> yeah, I, I just, I, I don't know. I like to be unconventional. I mean, I could. There are so many movies from the Oscar nominees this year that I loved, and I could have thrown like so many of them on here. But you know, I didn't. Nec- I, I'm. I was like, I'm gonna give other movies a chance to be on my list because, like I always say, it's my list. I'm gonna do whatever I want. There so. You go. Um, so this is a little low on the list, I but I absolutely loved it, and it won the Oscar for Best Picture of the Year. It's Shape of Water. Um, I thought, nice. yeah, I, I I I thought it was just it was an awesome story. It felt like you know when you would watch a, a Disney movie for the first time when you were a kid. Um, just you know, if the Disney movie had you know a a, a mute woman fucking a and fish. Fi- mine did yeah i mean like in japanese disney i'm sure there's shit like that yeah you're you're talking about sword in the stone yeah yeah. (laughs) nice um but it was just i don't know the music the set design um guillermo del toro always has you know he has incredible uh he always just has incredible makeup and costume design and, and sets and he, he just puts so much care and attention to everything um his movies always look beautiful um but i think one of the main reasons i really liked it was because i was just so invested in uh michael shannon's character being stopped because yes <laughs> they paint him as like the most horrible person in the world <laughs> He's such a villain. He's like torturing this poor fish character that just wants to bone Sally Hawkins. I'm like, dude, just yeah. let the fish have sex with Sally Hawkins. It's all he wants. Um, <laughs> but I'm, I'm clearly joking and, and making light of it. But I, I mean, I love this movie. Um, Sally Hawkins has an incredible performance for not saying a word for pretty like 95% of it. She has Seriously. an incredible performance. Richard Jenkins is incredible as her neighbor. Octavia Spencer, I believe, was nominated for Best Supporting Actress. Is that right? She was. Yeah, yeah. She, she was incredible. She had a great scene when um, Michael Shannon burst into her house. and um, I mean, there's just, there was just incredible performances, and the acting was incredible. Guillermo del Toro definitely deserved an Oscar, so I was happy to see him get it. Um, so, yeah, that was my number nine. Uh, number eight, uh, absolutely love this movie. It was... A, a weird movie that, like, I didn't hear about it until it was already out. Um, but then the buzz it got was crazy. Um, I think it was 100% on Rotten Tomatoes until some troll of a dude um, had to give it a negative review. Um, and I'm talking about Get Out. Um, yes. Get Out was so crazy good. Um, but one of the things that was just so cool about it is that people did a really good job of never spoiling it for me and i didn't see it until it was out to rent so i didn't oh really yeah i didn't see it in theaters so i was surprised that i never actually like heard like what happened like i saw the trailer and you see her spinning the spoon in the cup and then he's like crying with his eyes like wide open and I'm just like, what's happening to him? <laughs> I'm like, what the hell's going on in this movie? So I was like fascinated. I and it had got such like great word of mouth. Like everybody was just talking about how it was such an incredible movie. And then I was like, it's directed and written by Jordan Peele from Key yeah. and Peele. I was like, what is yep. going on? This is none of this is adding up at all. 
<laughs> that it would equal this incredible movie. But then when I saw it, I mean, it's like fascinating. It's like it makes, I mean, it's makes you uncomfortable. It makes <laughs> yeah. you feel like, like holy shit, like all this is leading up to something terrible is about to happen. Then of course something terrible happens. Um, but yeah, I mean it was expertly written by Peel. Did he say he like r- like wrote it and rewrote it like twenty times or something? Yeah, and it, well, hey, he, he's got an Oscar to show for it now. Yeah, and he said like he never thought it was ever gonna, he was never gonna make it. Like I, I'm I'm sure he might have kind of had this idea and he was like gonna make it into a comedy sketch and then he was like you know this would probably work as a movie and it really really did. Um, I had a great time watching Get Out. It was incredible. Um, my number seven is John Wick 2. <laughs> yes. Okay. I'm happy it could be on someone's list. Yeah. Okay. You know it was going to make it on my list. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. I eat this shit up. Um, I mean, more movies need to be directed by former stuntmen and stunt choreographers Seriously. because they just put all of their effort into just making the stunt work is as incredible as you could possibly imagine it to be. And then when you have a dude like Keanu Reeves who does all of his own stunts and is really, really good at stunt choreography (laughs) and performing stunts, I mean, you just get a movie that, you know, it doesn't need like a super in-depth plot. You just want to watch him do some gunkata and like shoot Ooh, calm down anime nerd <laughs> hey man i know my shit i and, know god damn <laughs> you know he just just uh <clears throat> i mean the body count again is <laughs> off the charts just completely killing a million people to the point where it's like you become numb to it really <laughs> you're like oh yeah this is another you know <laughs> goon without a backstory i don't care he's dead that's fine you know they <laughs> fucking killed his dog in the first one dude's gonna true <laughs> you don't kill people's dogs you deserve to die i'm sorry yeah, true yeah somebody needs to go take a gun to fucking some united workers who shoving french bulldogs into overhead compartments <laughs> i don't know if you heard about that story but that happened because united's the know. worst fucking airline in the world but um i digress <laughs> we just had um, a very personal part of the podcast yes <laughs> getting political but i don't know if anybody disagrees that uh killing frenchies that being put into overhead bins is, is not is not considered like a horrible thing um but yeah i don't have much else to say about john wick 2 other than it's fucking badass i'll watch it probably a hundred more times before i die uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, bold, uh number six is uh the big sick nice uh, yeah, I had a great time watching this. Uh, Kumail Nanjani um, of uh, Silicon Valley fame. So good. Uh, was fantastic. He clearly showed that he can carry a movie for the entirety of it. And then I actually really like Zoe Kazan. Um, I've seen her in a couple other indie movies. <clears throat> she's just She's just like really fun to watch on screen. She's... Got a, a cute, witty personality. Um, her relationship with Kumail comes off very authentic in the movie. Yes, it does. Um, and it was just really, it was just really funny. 
Uh, it was just really witty, really, really, um, really funny. And then it has like a lot of heart, like really, really sweet story about how she ends up getting sick. Um, you know, yeah, (laughs) (laughs) well done. Thank you. Um, and yeah, they're like, he doesn't know if she's going to survive her parents, uh, show up. Um, I don't even think he had met them at this point. And then all of a sudden they're all dealing with this together. She's basically not even awake. Um, it's just a crazy story and it was just really well done. Um, the, the one complaint I probably could have given it, um, cause I don't think we ever did review it was it just, it's just kind of ran a little long as, uh, you know, this is very Judd apatow so Okay, um, fair enough. Yeah, but uh, it, was, it was two hours. But, um, I mean, I, I've rewatched it, and it's just it's just a, a great movie, in my opinion. I just really love watching it, and it has a, re- a lot of um, rewatchability, which is a, a key thing I look for in my movies that I, I put on these lists. So, yeah, that was my 10 through 6. Nice, You're up, man, Scott. <laughs> yep, go ahead, Scott. Alrighty. Uh, 10... Um, shocker to anybody that listens to this or you guys. I've Blade got... Runner. <laughs> the yeah, original that, Blade now Runner. That would, now that would be a shocker. Uh, yeah, coming, <laughs> coming back from 1980 to make my list. Um, <laughs> Star Wars The Last Jedi is my number 10. Um, there you go. You know, I feel <laughs> partially obligated just to put it on here. Because <laughs> it's been in my last. Uh, it was definitely their last year. Um, yeah. I think that was, it was my favorite movie. Um, of Rogue One. Yeah. Rogue One was, yeah. Um, just a lot of fun. Uh, I really like the kind of younger main characters that they've created through these series. Um, John Boyega, Daisy Ridley. Um, I, I, I like the way that they went with um, Leia and Carrie, uh, Carrie Fisher. Adam Driver was definitely a lot better in this one. Yes, um, he was. And Oscar Isaac, Andy Serkis, both um, killed it. I, I like that they're including them and, and continuing the, their characters on in here. Um, lot, lot to love about it. You got you throwing some uh, Benicio in there. Uh, yeah, plays the DJ. Yeah, um, just a fun movie, and I just, I just get real nerdy about these and <laughs> go gaga over them. And it was, there were. Uh, things that people could say that this wasn't one of the better movies of the Star Wars series, um, and I would tend to agree on certain points, um, can, you know, including the training and things. But I feel like uh, you know you can't really please every everybody if you do things that are old. People are gonna, you know, with what they used to do, people are gonna complain that you're not doing anything new. And if you do something new, then people are gonna complain that. You're, you're going too far away from the original storyline and things like that. So, um, this is a, for, for what it was, I feel like they, they nailed it. Um, a lot of good action. Uh, number nine, um, this one I, that was kind of surprised me. I didn't really know much about it before I saw it, but Logan Lucky is my number nine. Nice. Um, yeah, just a, another fun movie that was unexpected. I didn't, I, I think I, I watched it again. I hadn't seen it in months since since it came out in the summer. Um, but uh, yeah, just 
another another fun heist movie. Everybody loves loves a heist movie. Um, Adam Driver is also in this. Daniel Craig with the accent kind of threw me off to begin with, but <laughs> but I watched it again recently and it was more it was more bearable. So um, Katie Holmes is in this. It everyone has a, a southern accent, so it was kind of fun. Uh, that makes that makes me happy when I watch it. Like a sea taste. It's like oh yeah, yeah, they have accents. Sea taste all day. They're acting very well. I approve. Um, yeah, fun movie. Uh, number eight. Uh, this one really surprised me. I wasn't really sure how the the last ones of these series had where it was going to end up end up uh, towards the end, but. Um, Spider-Man: Homecoming is my number eight. We oh talk- my god! It made your list. Totally yeah, shit. sorry. I really well, liked expecting that. I, I really liked it. It was like great action. Um, the chemistry that um, Keaton and uh, Tom Holland or uh, what's his name? Tom, Tom Holland. Yeah. Tom Holland. Yeah. Um, was was great. Um, of course, Robert Downey Jr. I, I like the connection they made between. Spider-Man and uh, Iron Man and that whole universe and stuff like that. It's it's fun to see those two things inter- interweave, but he still kind of he still had his own movie. Um, yeah, excited. Hopefully, he they continue with him, and um, of course, uh, gotta love Donald Glover be thrown in there. Yes, little, little cameo. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot to like about this one. Gwyneth Paltrow did a great job. Uh, John Favreau did also to. <laughs> Kind of tied everything together there, yeah. Just they they really made him that uh, likable, um, jovial teenager type character that you expect out of Spider Man. I feel like because he's a, he's a young kid and he's soaking all of it in and um, just this you know, the kind of how naive he is 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 pretty charming. So good movie. Um, Number seven, it's kind of a hard hitter, talking about the political issues, issues. <laughs> uh, Detroit uh, was my number seven. Um, really pow- powerful movie, gave you a kind of sneak peek into the 1967 riots in Detroit. <laughs> yep. Um, and just the sequence, a lot of this movie is set in one house and the events that go on in the house um so intense and enthralling and i was on the edge of my seat the entire time um see not a lot of stars necessarily um in this one but i i I tend to prefer that in movies sometimes people i'm not super familiar with um and kind of seeing who has chops and who doesn't and Everybody really kind of pulled their weight, and and you know, there's a there's a character, um, Chris Chalk plays him, Officer Frank. Um, he's a black, black cop, and just like the interaction between the cops and the cops and the people at the house is just insane, um, and the fact that it's covering like based on true events and stuff like that is makes it crazier so um yeah detroit's my number seven number six was one that really surprised me um because you don't really know uh how dc is gonna 
do as they're putting these movies out. Haven't really been great lately. Uh, but Wonder Woman really came through and just, holy like, wow! Wonder uh, Woman's on your list. What is oh, happening yeah. right now? <laughs> I I really liked that movie. It was um, Gal Gadot just was kicking ass, and um, I think feel like action movies stepped up their game this this year. I agree. Um, and made it, made you feel something rather than just throwing the blood and gore and the action at you just to. Just to please you. Um, yeah, Gal Gadot killed it. Um, Chris Pine, obviously. McDreamy. So yeah, just <laughs> just the hottest. Probably the hottest so guy hot. on my list, I would say. Ooh, I like mm-hmm. that list. Yeah. Yeah, Dan's great list. Number two, Hunter. Uh, <laughs> Robin Wright, she's always great. Um, she's been in a lot of really good ones. Um, Ewan, Ewan Bremer. Who I don't see very often, but I always like him in a movie. Uh, yeah, so that is my number six. Wonder Woman, just like the the action, um, and the way that they were able to, you know, chore- choreograph things. The CG was good. Um, I felt like the villain was, you know, fitting. Yeah, it's just they. I think they really killed it with that one. Um, and. That says a lot, especially with the movies that DC has put out recently. So, yeah, Hunter, back to you. All right, dude. I, for half a second, I was a little scared. I'm like, oh god, he's not about to say Justice League. I'm like, oh, <laughs> that's what I like, thought too. And then I was like, oh wait, Wonder Woman came out last year. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> that okay, makes more that, sense. That, that's like fair enough, fair enough. <laughs> but but uh, <laughs> you know, though, man, it's funny. I was talking to someone about Wonder Woman, and I I, I rewatched it. I actually own it. I bought it. Uh, it's a it's a fucking great movie, man, and it it represents what DC could be. So I hope they can continue on that trend. Um, but uh, hey, good 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 start to the list, man. Uh, so my number five is Black Panther. No, I'm kidding. Um, my number five. <laughs> <laughs> it came out this year, Hunter. It doesn't count. I know. Okay. Use it for you, use it for both years. Yeah, I'm giving you a peek into my list for this year. But uh, my my number five is uh, Ingrid Goes West. Uh, absolutely love Aubrey Plaza in this. Um, I, I think Scott, yeah, Scott brought it up uh, as an honorable mention. Uh, we forgot to mention uh, Ice Cube's son, uh, O'Shea Jackson Jr. He's fucking awesome in this. He so plays, good. He plays this Batman fanatic, and I remember because <laughs> Colin was in town, so we actually saw us together. And so there's this scene where uh, he's fucking Aubrey Plaza, who's wearing like a cat, like dresses Catwoman basically. And Colin looks over at me, and whispers, he's "Like you would totally make a girl do this." But when he, <laughs> I started laughing, I was like. You know me so well, but, I, but this movie, it, it's really awkward. It's really uncomfortable. Um, it goes um, it goes to some really uncomfortable places. I love the way it is very much a cautionary tale of social media. And I remember there was a point uh, heading into the movie, I was looking at my phone to check on something, and I went, wow, I feel like a piece of shit. Thanks, movie. But, uh, but it doesn't. Like, but it does a really good job of just being like, hey, like, cautious, like, hey, like, you might need to show on social media as far as how important it is to you. Because she's, like, looking at her phone, you know, every minute for notifications and shit like that. And I, and I fully admit I'm definitely guilty of that. But uh, the movie is so well done. And it gets really frantic in the last half hour or so. But it does wrap up in a way that I was... That's ironic, but it's still cautionary. 
which is a really tough balance to strike. So kudos to them for even being able to pull that off. So that's my number five. My number four uh, is one of the best sci-fi movies that's been made in 10 years. Mean Colin practically blew the movie for a while uh, when we reviewed it. It's Blade Runner 2049. Um, I, so... Just a quick segue here. Colin has always been one of those people who's told me, dude, Ryan Gosling's the shit. Ryan Gosling's the shit. I was like, okay. And then I saw him, like, uh, was that Crazy Stupid Love? And then I saw Drive. And I saw Place Beyond the Pines. I'm like, wow, this guy is fucking talented. This is his stamp proving he's one of the best actors in Hollywood. Because he knocks this shit out of the park. Whether it's a scene with Robin Wright, or it's him and Harrison Ford verbally uh, jousting, essentially. Or one of the best fight scenes of last year with him and Dave Bautista. Uh, Ryan Gosling's the shit. And this movie really proves how amazing he is. Um, this is some of the best cinematography I, I've, uh, I've seen in a movie maybe ever. And the guy who's the cinematographer on this, who's been nominated, I believe it was 13 times, finally fucking won this year. I was like, good for you. Uh, it's an amazing, amazing movie with one of the best scores I've heard in a movie in the last five years. I actually have the score saved on my phone. And a just a very thought-provoking, very deep movie. Um, I love a good sci-fi movie. I think ever since Ex Machina and uh, District 9, we've seen this re resurgence of great sci-fi, which makes me so happy growing up watching shit like Twilight Zone and Outer Limits and... Uh, you know, reading 1984, stuff like that. It's so great to see great sci-fi being pushed again. And this is the cream of the crop. I absolutely love this movie. So that's my number four. My number three is uh, the best uh, the best picture winner this year. It is The Shape of Water. Um, Del Toro, man, this is the best movie he's made. Uh, Colin, you hit the nail right on the head from the set design. Uh, to the cast that he got, to the fact that Michael Shannon is one of the biggest assholes <laughs> I've seen in a movie in years. There's this point where he's fucking his wife, and he, um, they, uh, his hand was like, his finger was like attached back on because the monster fucking bites it, and he puts his fucking creeper, like, like disease hand over his mouth's mouth. I'm like, you are a winner, sir. <laughs> like he just—he's such a piece of shit. And there's a point where he's talking to Octavia Spencer and uh, Sally. Uh, is it Ferguson? Um, for uh, 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 oh, the 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 main girl, uh, or the main actress. Oh, Sally Hawkins. Hawkins, thank you. Sorry. Um, but he's talking to them. He's like, oh, why am I talking to the help? The shit cleaners. The, I'm like, what the fuck is your problem? <laughs> He's such a fucking douche. And I just, I found myself laughing at the movie, but not, not in a bad way, because he just, he's an evil in, like, the way that uh, Snidely Whiplash <laughs> was. Just like, he might as well be, <laughs> he might, like, he might as well be tiny these bitches. So railroad tracks. It's like, what the fuck is your deal? Like, why are you so evil? And, the ending, his comeuppance, I, I felt vindicated. I was like, thank God you got what you deserved. Uh, I, oh, I fucking love Shape of Water, man. Such, 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 such a great movie. Um, my number two is, in my opinion, one of the best directed things I've seen in the last couple of years. 
It's got one of the best soundtracks I've ever heard. Uh, it's Baby Driver. Ooh. Absolutely love this. Mm-hmm. Absolutely love this movie. Um, Edgar Wright. Uh, if you've listened to us since the beginning, we've all made no qualms. We all love Edgar Wright. Uh, this month we're gonna be reviewing. Uh, we're gonna talk about our favorite comic book movies ever. Spoiler alert: Scott Pilgrim's on there. Uh, Scott Pilgrim's one of my favorite movies ever, and I I didn't think Edgar Wright could direct something as good, if not better than than Scott Pilgrim. I went, oh, Baby Driver exists. Uh, <coughs> pardon me, uh, John Hamm. Can we just say? First off, John Hamm should have been Superman. Just throwing that out there. But he, John Hamm is such a great villain in this movie, in the way he play, uh, plays off of uh, uh, Angel, uh, I can't remember, I think it's uh, Eshort, or Ahort, um, plays off of Baby, is so cool. Uh, Jamie Foxx um, <laughs> is, is, is insane in this. I almost said that his name was Motherfucker Jones, but I was like that's not true. That's what we're bosses. But, but yeah, I was like, "Oops, wrong movie." But yeah. he, he should just always be Motherfucker Jones now. <laughs> every movie, yeah, just just Motherfucker Jones shared universe. <laughs> I watch that, but but he's yeah. he's great in it. And uh, Kevin, hey, don't come to my hotel room, Spacey. He's he's <laughs> he's don't lie. He's like it. I, I know. Yeah. Talk about a house of cards falling. But anyway, he's really... I mean, say what you will about the guy and the fact that he doesn't... That no is not a word that he recognizes. But he's really good in this. Um, and then... Um, and I'm blank on the actress's name. I should know. Um, and I should know if I've seen her and other stuff. But um, she's a, she's amazing in this. And their, and their back and forth is just... Um, it's just so well done. Lily James, uh, their back and forth is so charming and, and sweet. It's it's like a, it's honestly like Greece for this generation. And when I pitched that to someone, they went, "Wow, that's actually very accurate. That's what this is. It's way better than Greece, but that's what this is. It's it's Greece for this generation. And the stunt work is so good. Uh, the Punisher, John Bernthal makes a, a cameo in it, which was pretty great. Uh, I, I just I love the movie. I love where it ends up in the in the ending. It's very well. What do you think happened? And some people were irritated by that. I fucking love that it leaves it open for you to interpret. So yeah, Babe Driver, my number two. Uh, Colin, let's throw it back to you, man. What you got? Um, so for my number five, this is this is a, this is a weird one. I know that already. Um, <laughs> I don't even know if you guys have seen it. Um, it's it was a very indie movie, um, but it it won several awards um, to kind of get it picked up um, to get a little bit of distribution. But I don't even think it was in theaters. Uh, it it might have gotten a limited release, but um, it's called Brigsby Bear. Yes, um, I did see that. I did you did you watch it? Okay, I did. Yeah. So I just saw it on um, to buy on Amazon. And I just saw the cast list, and, and I just kind of looked at and I just had nothing to watch. So I was like, oh, I'm going to watch Brigsby Bear. I don't even know what it is. The only description I read is, and I'll read it to you now, which is what I read at the time, says, <clears throat> Brigsby Bear Adventures is a children's TV show produced for an audience of one, James. When the show abruptly ends, 
James' life changes forever, and he sets out to finish the story. That's all I read. That is wildly, like, <laughs> underestimating what this movie becomes. It is, uh, Very true. yeah, basically just the floor drops out right off the bat. Um, uh, but I don't, there is, the, the movie is just so incredibly charming. Probably because what's happening to James is so traumatic and crazy uh, that this movie clearly could have had a way more serious tone, but it was basically, it was written by one of the um, Emmy uh, award-winning writers from SNL who works with the main character of the movie, Kyle Mooney, who I love. Uh, So it's... It's it's all a, a, a very serious story, but it's all written with tons and tons of humor, which I absolutely loved. Um, but it's it's a very sweet story, and it's very endearing. Kyle Mooney, is his character is incredible because all of this horrible stuff is going on. Everybody's trying to figure out, like, hey, are you okay? Like, all this stuff just happened. You must be, like, floored. And he, all he cares about is he just wants to know what happens to Brigsby Bear. (laughs) It's his favorite TV show. Um, And there was just something so endearing about it and just him not caring about everything that's going on around him and just focusing on a goal. Um, And then when it all pans out at the end, you know, there's a scene where he's, you know, he's, he's, he's finished the movie and he's like puking in a bathroom Um, and he can't even watch it and he's sitting out in the lobby and he's waiting for the reaction of everybody that's watching it. And it's just like for a movie that had no business being like really emotional to me, like it was just like a really powerful scene and it just was like really well done. Um, and it, and, and all of the, uh, the charm and a lot of the, you know, emotion that comes out of this movie is all the interactions with the characters that are in it and everybody um just a lot of great performances and a lot of good chemistry of the of the cast so i know that's a random one but i absolutely loved it i've watched it twice i'm gonna watch it more and i don't know i just i was like i have to put it on my list i just keep, I, I kept thinking about it and i was like i love it i no, i really enjoyed the hell out of that movie so that's a great that's a great pick man um number four uh i think <coughs> you had it on your honorable mentions hunter uh was wind river yes yeah we we talked about Jeremy Renner. Um, I like this style of movie where it's a very kind of slow burn. Um, there's a mystery. It's a murder mystery. You know, um, an FBI agent is coming and trying to help solve a murder on a um, Native American reservation. Uh, so they only have one designated kind of sheriff type figure so he needs help solving this murder so she comes in um but it's in the middle of winter it's covered in snow the only way she can get to this place and figure out how in the world this person died was by getting the help of this you know fish and wildlife tracker um that lives out there and um basically how the, the, the way the story unfolded and how everything just kind of like built and built and you learned the layers upon layers of these characters and the story that actually played out i just thought it was incredible um it's probably it, you know it's not a type of movie that's probably gonna get that academy award 
type of buzz, but I don't know. I just I just found myself glued to the screen more so probably than um, a lot of other movies. So I don't I don't know. I just I just thought it was awesome. So uh, that was number four there. Number three was nominated for best picture, and uh, the actor won best actor. Uh, I'm talking about Darkest Hour. Nice. I just love Gary Oldman. Great movie. Gary Oldman's awesome. He, I'm so happy he got an Oscar for best for best performance. Um, I did. I didn't. I never thought I was gonna get into history. Like I never really <laughs> like cared or paid attention to it in high school. Um, I think I maybe took like one history class after high school. Um, but I never really had an interest in it. But now, like, as I'm getting older, I don't know why, but I'm just, now I'm becoming, like, fascinated with World War II. And I just, like, just probably because it's so important to how our world is now and how everything is, has, has basically built from then. But, um, I went to, I went to England recently and Winston Churchill is, like, God over there. Like, Winston, really? yeah, Winston Churchill is, like, worship. There's statues you know one of the biggest things to do when you're in london is like go to the war room where winston churchill like planned out um you know their strategy during world war ii or you can go to winston churchill's favorite pub where he would go um you know have a brandy at the end of the day and smoke tons of cigars uh (laughs) so it was cool to you know this giant figure of a war was then so humanized in this movie where you get to see kind of like the lighter side of him you know apparently he was he was actually like really funny and witty but he was also like a super complex person he had to have everything laid out for him in a certain way he had countless secretaries that worked for him um, the secretary that is in the movie is actually, um, I think the actress you were talking about in, in Baby Driver. Oh, that is? Holy shit. Yeah, it's the same. I know. I, I was watching the movie and I was like, she's so familiar. And it's, her name's Lily James. Yeah, and yeah, she was, <laughs> yeah, she was Deborah in Baby Driver. And I was like, oh damn, she's like a really great actress. Um, so that was cool to see her in that. But, but yeah, I mean, the the long and short of it for Darkest Hour is just Gary Oldman. He's incredible. I'd give, I'd give her my darkest for an hour. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. No. Well done. Uh, okay, we'll end on that note. Um, <laughs> so, good job. Thanks. Yeah, Darkest Hour is number three. And then number two, Hunter, you just talked about it. I'm glad it made your top five. Uh, Blade Runner 2049. Yes! Absolutely loved it. Um, yeah, you were talking about how much I love Ryan Gosling. Uh, that's not a lie. I love him a lot. Uh, and then um, also, I, like, I, I wanted to give a shout out to Harrison Ford too. I, yes. I feel like he's he's done a lot of stuff in his later age, and people are kind of wishy like they, they they don't really know if he's that great of an actor anymore. <laughs> you know, so he, he's good in some things and other things. He, you know, you could probably make the argument he's kind of mailed it in. Um, but this, I thought he did an authentic, really great performance opposite of Ryan Gosling, so that was yeah, cool to see. Um, but definitely the star and the highlight of this movie is Dennis Villanueva, his direction, and his, and all the cinematography. And, uh, and I think it won two two awards. You said you, the cinematographer finally got an award, like you said, Hunter. 
Yeah. And then um, they got one other award, I think, for special effects or something like that. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's... Like you said, it's awesome to, to see some really great sci-fi um, being done. Dennis Villanueva is going to do Dune now, uh, which should be interesting. I was never a fan of the first ones. but I'm curious about that. I yeah, we'll see how that goes. But this one, I thought he just hit a home run. You know, um, coming off of Sicario and um, Arrival, you know, he's clearly been hitting some home runs. So uh, Blade Runner 2049 was, you know... I thought it was no exception. It was awesome. Um, yeah, that was my number two favorite of the year. Loved it. Um, uh, be- before we throw it to Scott, can I just yeah. say real quick, if there's good movies out, especially for sci-fi, go support good fucking sci-fi so we don't keep getting shitty Transformers movies. Please, for the love of God, if something good is out, go out and support it. Just don't bootleg that shit. Sorry, just had to go off on that. Uh, Scott, my friend. I would I would almost argue that because of their popularity, there's such things as Transformers because people love them so much. They're like, oh, we can put out some shit, and people will still watch. But that's just my two cents. Okay, fair enough. Uh, number five. Um, this was um one of the couple war movies that were out. Um, you guys enjoyed it, but not quite as much as I did. I really liked Dunkirk. Yeah, I think Chris, Christopher Nolan. Um, really did a great job in letting the movie just be what it is. Um, that did lead to some confusion that I will totally concede. Um, but I think overall, like the point of it was to really feel and like see and, and be a part of like this, these events. And I think that was accomplished. Um, he wrote and directed that guy, but, um, they, they kind of change through characters um, a little bit throughout this, so you don't really get a good chance to zone in on one or another. But I think that's part of the idea is just the nameless, faceless soldiers that, that fought and died um, in World War II um, in, this, um, in, in Dunkirk. Um, but yeah, uh, Fionn Whitehead, um, just to name a few, uh, Damien Bonnard, all guys I'm not super familiar with, but um, Tom Hardy as well. He had a he had a smaller role, but um, really kind of added that grit that you would expect from a good war movie. So yeah, that's my number number five. Number four, we already touched on this a little bit. Um, I thought Logan was outstanding. Um, just the emotion tied to this one uh, was was great. It's kind of hard because because you don't really get that uh whole not a lot of mutant on mutant battling except towards the end but you do get a different look at it especially in terms of what uh, of Hugh Jackman and he's getting older I like I like kind of a grizzled Hugh Jackman personally um he <laughs> you like the salt and pepper, do you? Yeah, uh, hell yeah, I do. <laughs> uh, and then Charles uh, Patrick Stewart being so limited and handicapped was really uh, different to see, and I'm glad that he went all out with that because it added a lot to the story. Um, we definitely already touched on Daphne Keene. Um, she she killed it. Um yeah, number uh, I really enjoyed Logan's 
a great action movie, but that really wasn't the the point of it and the reason why I loved it, the way that they were able to incorporate just such emotion into it. Um, I would never have thought with a Wolverine character that would have been possible. Um, number three, I heard such good things about this movie. I saw it a little bit later on after it came out. Um, but when I finally did, I thought that The Big Sick was one of the best movies of yeah. this last year. Nice. Um, and the fact that it was um, partially written and starred in by Kumal uh, Nanji, Nanjiani was... Um, I really like him um, as a comedian and as, a, as an actor, personally. Um, Zoe um, Kazan as Emily, um, they really mesh well together. I think it was kind of a heartbreaking story, but you wanted to be along for it. It sort of reminded me of, um, was it 50-50? Yeah. Oh, yeah, good good pull. I love that movie. Yeah, nice. Um, but yeah, kind of the same feel. I guess it, they both involve people being sick, but... <laughs> That was common kind of theme, yeah. common yeah. thing, but I feel the mood is very similar um, and super, very, very funny, and in ways that weren't overtly funny. Just their relationship between um, Emily and Kumal was uh, very endearing. So yeah, really loved that movie, um, and glad that uh, glad that it did well. Um, next. Uh, Hunter touched on this. We have in the same same spot. Number two, uh, Baby Driver. Hooray! Such a fun, <laughs> maybe the funnest movie of the year. Yeah. Um, and Edgar Wright just is so fun to watch. Uh, the way he puts movies together, the the stunt work in this movie is incredible. Top just, notch. And and more so, not over the top, just to the point of. It seemed realistic to the point that they had the camera angles and um, the soundtrack was just spot on. It was continuous throughout the entire movie. Each scene basically had its own song and mood um, and the way that he was able to just move you along through the story was really, really fun fun to watch. Um, uh <laughs> Sorry, I'm moving back and forth. John Berthal, um, John Hamm, of course. Um, and then I feel like uh, Jamie Foxx kind of pulled one out of this one. I didn't really expect him, what, what to expect out of Jamie Foxx in this one, but I really enjoyed his character. Um, and then Ansel El- El- Elgort, 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 Ansel yeah, Elgort. Elgort, yeah. Uh, yeah, just... Stone-faced, really fun to watch. Yeah, it's a great movie. Um, to go along with a lot of really good ones, and say my top five, it was kind of kind of a toss-up, but the way that I get a lot out of the, the music of a movie, and especially if they use it effectively, it really pulls me in emotionally. So, yeah, uh, great movie. Hunter, what's what's the big numero uno? So, if you've listened for the pod, to the podcast for last year, it isn't going to be a surprise. I know it's not like I'm going to be like whatever shocker. Um, my number one movie. You know, I'm gonna let you guess, Scott. What do you think my number one movie is? 
Uh, boy, is it Black Panther? I, that, that's that's next year, silly. I can hundred percent guess it. No, no doubt. I got. I know what it is. Uh, all right, you want you want to take a shot? Yeah, go for it. It's Get Out. Bing! Colin gets the square. It is Get Out. <laughs> um, I had Shape of Water at number. So so I've redone my list. I've been working on this for a while, and we've all been talking about. It. We've all been working on on our list for 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 a minute, and I kept going back and forth like. Baby Driver, Shape Water, uh, Get Out. Like, which one is my number one? And I rewatched Get Out, uh, and I just remember the genuine uneasy feeling I had watching that movie. Um, when he goes into the sunken place, that is a fucking horrifying scene. And the fact that he can cry on command, I went, that is really impressive. And it is very much like The Sixth Sense, where they leave all these little breadcrumbs for you but then when they reveal everything you're like oh shit but then you can go back and actually see oh yeah you actually led me here and you just did a good job of you know keeping stuff in focus but just out of sight that i just wouldn't think about it um this movie's incredible it really is it it, it made me very happy to see steven root <laughs> in this too because i just love steven root um there's so there's so many just great performances whether it's uh, Daniel uh, Kaluuya who of course was in Black Panther yay um, Allison Williams this is the, the first good thing she's done in her career because she was in Girls that's a dog shit show uh, <laughs> <laughs> fucking fucking hate Girls oh, I love how much you hate that show oh my god I hate that show oh hey we're, <laughs> hey we're white and we're cute and we're in New York but we have so many problems fuck you I just fucking they're hate not that, that cute uh, well, we're not talking about Leah Dunham, but <laughs> fucking whale. But anyway, oh my god! <laughs> Sorry, girls. This is that's one of my triggers. But uh... <laughs> oh yeah, well, get out. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, get <laughs> out. That's what I'm talking about, right? Uh, but <laughs> but Jordan Peele, man. I mean, this is his first movie, and, and it, again. This is one reason why, if I ever meet Tyler Perry, I'm like, how are you so bad at your job? This is for Jordan Peele's first movie, and he wrote, produced, directed the shit. Wins an Oscar right out the gate. One of the best-reviewed movies of all time, and in a horror movie on top of that, might I add. I, I mean, which is a genre that is just watered down so often, you know? And this is something that is socially conscious, is very aware of what it is. And it's directed so confidently. Jordan Peele knew exactly what he was doing. And he's talked about how he's going to make more movies in this realm as far as being socially conscious. And I go, good, fucking awesome, whatever you got, man. Um, this is an incredible piece of art. And if you haven't seen it, you really should. It's on HBO. So you have no reason to not watch it. Uh, Get Out is, for me, the best movie of the year. Um, fucking love it. Uh, you know, we're gonna go, we're gonna save, we're gonna save, uh, Scott for last. Call him, my friend. What you got, man? Nice. Um, so, my number one is probably not gonna be a surprise, and if you've noticed, there's one I haven't said that both of yep. you just recently said. Um, my favorite movie was Baby Driver. Yay! Uh, I, yeah, I, um, you guys already talked a lot about it, but, um, what I can add is, I've, I I definitely have always loved 
Edgar Wright. Uh, like, e- even some of the movies that people don't like as much, I still love. Like, The World's End, I still think is a great movie. It's still great, um, yeah. Um, Scott Pilgrim vs. The World, one of my favorites. Yes. And then, like, the originals with Hot Fuzz and um, Shaun of the Dead are classics, of course. Um, just his style he brings to the table is so refreshing. Every time one of his movies comes out, I get so excited. Um, his sound editing, his quick, witty style of dialogue and how scenes jump around is, is just really fun to watch every time he's making a movie. And then what he really tried to go for, um, in this movie was just showing off his love of music and and how music can narrate a story uh sometimes just as well if not better than actual dialogue uh which is really cool and ansel elgert none of us can say his name very well (laughs) (laughs) which i apologize because he was really cool in this movie you know he he has his he has his good dialogue but a lot of the time he's just listening to his music and his music is kind of narrating his his mood or, or, or what's going on in the scene. Um, and when I saw the previews for this and it was going to come out, I remember you, you kind of got the gist of, of what this movie is going to be like. It was going to have incredible music with um, awesome car chase scenes, some of the best car chases I've ever seen. Um, and some of the best stunt car driving um, I've seen in movies, uh, which is always a good time. But, uh, you know, I, I was when you kind of advertise your movie as being this great action driving movie um, with you're going to have kind of songs that will make scenes iconic, you know, you get really interested in what songs they're going to choose because that can kind of make or break a scene. And I thought his song choices were like songs I would have never thought to use. And he uses them in such an interesting way. Uh, It was like, just blew me away with how well um, all these songs worked. Um, This movie is infinitely rewatchable. You can (laughs) rewatch one scene um, whether it be a car chase or a gunfight or people sitting around a table having witty banter back and forth, and it's always going to be a good time. So, yeah, I think that kind of sums up why this uh, movie, Baby Driver, was, in my opinion, the best movie of 2017. Hello. Scotty! And now, and now, the man, the myth, the legend... <laughs> Great call on Baby Driver. I I was I was back and forth on putting that one first or not. Just like such a fun movie. Um, yeah, Hunter, me me and you are just on a on a wavelength tonight. Really? Um, oh shit! <laughs> Get Out was like a holy shit movie. Hooray! Like, like when you're watching it, it was like this is insane, and I love it, and I can't look away. Um, the uh, main character Chris and like and honestly, 
um, Missy's character, Catherine Keener, played was dude creepy. As hell. You, you yeah, you could argue just as creepy or if not creepier than the mother or the other parts of the family. Just the way that he was manipulated and the his uh, his relationship with his best friend Rob, um, played <laughs> by Lorey <laughs> Howery. Yeah, um, that was hilarious, and the the ending that tied that all together was just perfect. Um, but yeah, it, just to name a few, um, like Keith Stanfield, who is also in Atlanta, who I adore. Yes, um, he was in this, um, played a great character that was already sort of mummified, um, so to speak, and they didn't really hold back as far as they kind of took it to a weird place as far as the resolution of this movie of what is actually going on because the whole time you're wondering okay something is up he's realizing something is up and you don't know what it is Um, and then when they kind of reveal what it is it's sort of out of left field Um, I thought it was more of like you know hypnosis based it kind of was but what they were actually doing was way more fucked up and yeah. Just, just the whole movie. You, you have that. You know, feel comfortable the whole movie because you feel like uh, uh, it's just. There's really awkward points where you're like, okay, this this family may, might just be really racist, and then <laughs> it turns into really creepy, and it's such a fun and horrifying ride. Um, I love movies that are scary, but that take their time with it, and they don't feel like they have to you know, have these jump and make you jump scenes, um, just to be scary. Um, I love the psychological thrillers, um, and Jordan Peele, holy shit, like, good on him, um, wrote and directed this movie, um, just killed it, um, obviously put a lot of time into it, so, yeah, Get Out, I think was, was the best movie of this last year. Yeah, I definitely was, uh, more afraid of white people walking out of theaters than I normally am, I was like, whoa, I was like, I was like, Someone's like, like afternoon. Ah. <laughs> yeah, well, I was like worried for him the entire. Like, man, these watch. Hey, watch out for that white, white person. Yeah. <laughs> there's, there's a cop behind you. Watch out. Like, it's yeah. Don't make you, me you keep really whitey. Like it was like. <laughs> yeah, you really feel yeah. that paranoia. I promise that never to uh, stir a, a teacup around you, Hunter. I don't uh, want to scare you. So real quick. So I actually saw this with my my friend uh, my friend Forrest. And so we saw it on a Saturday, and then Monday afternoon, he started spinning a uh, a spoon <laughs> in his teacup, and I and I threw like one of my like pop uh, my pop Funkos at him, and it barely barely missed his head. I'm like, don't fucking pull that shit. Out. <laughs> I was like, you That's know, good. I was horrified, man, dude. Oh god. But gentlemen, well done, man. So guys, that is our best of. 2017 what i would love to get people's best of because i've heard multiple things from shape of water to to ladybird to to wind river like i would love to know what people's as long as long as your number one isn't the snowman you probably have a decent list so um so i would i would or the mummy none of that shit but um but guys, let us know what you thought in the comments below. Let us know what your uh, your top 10 is for last year. You can follow us on SoundCloud, Podbean, and iTunes at The Real Pineapple. You can follow yours truly on the Twitter at JHunterRealPineapple. You can follow Colin on Twitter at The Real O'Neal. And you can follow Scott on Twitter at Newman the First. Guys, thank you so much for listening. We are going to have reviews up this weekend uh, for. Uh, 
to, uh, for Pacific Rim, how have we not talked about fucking Pacific Hell Rim Uprising? fucking yeah. <laughs> like, I saw it came out this weekend, I was like, oh, Colin's losing his shit. I was like, yeah, <laughs> Uprising, baby. So, we'll talk about that, and uh, we will have a review up for, um, I'm gonna go see uh, Tomb Raider as well. I will, hopefully it's better than Assassin's Creed, so I will go see that and have a review up as well. And just so you guys know, there will be a review up for Jessica Jones Season 2. I'm trying to power through that. But Ooh, yeah, I'm, I'm getting through that right now. Yeah, so I've actually been powering through that. Um, so we will have a review up for that probably next week. Uh, guys, thank you so much for listening. We'll talk to you soon. Peace. Meow.